0: Welcome back to Ghoul's Night in the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And it is a festive time of year once again, Midge.
1: It sure is. The, the festivus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, we talked about a lot of various spooky figures of Christmas lore last year. So um, anyone who's new, definitely go back and check those out.
1: Yes, but some of my favorite I, episodes. Yes.
0: But I would I would argue what is the modern version of folklore if not pop culture?
1: True. Yes, so I would agree.
0: Today I want to talk about a modern modern Christmas weirdo, the Grinch.
1: Yay! Oh, our our other big furry boy. Our other big
0: furry boy. So what 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 did you think of The Grinch when you were growing up? Were you, were you into The Grinch? Were you freaked out by The Grinch?
1: Yeah. Uh, animated Grinch was very afraid of. Oh. Um, I did not like that. Like with the, the close-up where he like smiles and his mouth like curls oh, yeah. and his little mm. antennas curl and everything. Um, I was very freaked out by that as a kid. Um, but we watched it every year. I liked it. A little scared of it. And then when the Jim Carrey version came along, I became way too obsessed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, and I, I feel like we we have had an opposite. <laughs> as,
1: as we typically do, yeah. As we yeah. typically
0: do. Yeah. We definitely watched the the animated Grinch special every year and I was into it. I was was and arguably still am extremely off put by the live action Grinch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But we we will talk about those in detail uh, later on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we will start um, at the beginning. A very good place to start. very good place to start, yeah. Uh, So How the Grinch Stole Christmas is a children's book by Dr. Seuss uh, that came out in October of 1957. Um, And... I'm I'm guessing most people um know this story, but just just in case you don't, we do have like international listeners and I'm not sure how international the Grinch is. He, um, he hasn't done
1: a world tour yet. He has so. not.
0: He has not. Um, so this was actually the first Dr. Seuss book that had a villain as the central character and also the first Dr. Seuss book to have an adult be like the featured character because every other one the protagonist was a kid up until then which
1: is just a
0: fun fun little fact
1: there uh, i but, guess it is like because the grinch is the protagonist and the antagonist yeah
0: that's what <laughs> i was gonna say I, I like i put in central character because it feels weird to call the grinch the protagonist although he i mean he is he
1: has a an arc <laughs> he does
0: he does yes yeah. so uh this book is about a mean green furry guy uh, named the Grinch who lives up on a mountaintop and he looks down at a village called Whoville and he hates all those Who's and their Christmas and it's loud and it's bright and he doesn't like it and so he decides one year um, and also so it is established it says that he's like heard them for 53 years so the Grinch is at least 53 years old.
1: Um, (coughs) That for some reason (laughs) makes it more unsettling for me i can't explain why (laughs) i don't know how old i thought the grinch was i need him to either be like in his mid-30s or i need him to be like 150 (laughs) but something about him just being like a middle-aged man doesn't sit well with me
0: right just a cranky middle-aged man yeah uh so he decides that he is gonna go down to whoville and he is gonna steal all their presents he's gonna steal the decorations he's gonna steal all the stuff that they're gonna make for Their Christmas dinner, and then they won't be able to have Christmas, and they're all gonna cry and be sad. And he will be happy about that because he's a yeah, suck at
1: Whoville, <laughs> yeah.
0: So he does, in fact, do all of that, he steals all of those things. But when he wakes up on Christmas morning, the Who's are not sad, they are still celebrating Christmas, and the Grinch realizes that Christmas is more than just the commercial trappings of it, it is about love and about connection and he has a change of heart his as they say his heart grew three sizes that day (laughs) and he brings back all of the christmas stuff and he joins the who's for their christmas celebration and he is a reformed man a heartwarming tale indeed uh so when you talked about like not thinking about how old the grinch was this is somewhat related i never really thought about like the word but like Dr. Seuss invented the word Grinch. Right. Um, so it was actually used in two previous books, slash, slash poems of his um, that had uh, no relation to the Grinch as we know him. He just referred to something as like a, I don't know, like warble build Grinch or something, as mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss is prone to do. Um, <laughs> but he has, I mean, it's so much joined kind of the. The popular lexicon, much like another fictional Christmas curmudgeon, Scrooge. (laughs) I was about to say,
1: it's the Scrooge (laughs) effect,
0: yeah. It is, and now people say just Grinch all the time. So there you go. Um, So a little bit of backstory about the inspiration for how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, So Dr. Seuss's first wife, Helen Palmer, uh, was also his editor and dealt with a lot of medical issues um, throughout her life. And Dr. Seuss had said that he was inspired to write the book um, when he looked himself in the mirror on December 26th after, you know, like dealing with all these health problems, being frustrated about like kind of the capitalism and commercialization of Christmas and said that he felt Grinchy and (laughs) was like, I should write a story about this. And apparently he was like 53 years old when he started this. So it is kind of like the Grinch and Dr. Seuss are connected in that way. Hmm. Which is oh, intriguing. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. All coming together, <laughs> um, and we'll, I'm going to give just a quick a quick shout out uh, to politics. Hey, everyone's <clears throat> favorite segment, getting Woo-hoo. political on Glo's Night In. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Doctor Seuss um, has most recently been in political news um, due to books um, that had racist imagery being pulled, and uh, that was a bad thing. And it is good to remove those. Um, But on the whole, his messaging was very progressive, like obviously uh, those things were bad, but he has a lot of um, anti-war, anti-nuclear, anti-consumerist messages in his work. And I think it's, this is a, um, I I think it is like very similar to A Christmas Carol in that way, where Mm
1: -hmm. you kind
0: of are introduced to looking beyond kind of the um, physical trappings of Christmas and learning more about kind of this idea of connection and togetherness that you can be like wait actually Christmas is good
1: I, I like to think about Charles Dickens hearing us compare the Grinch as like our modern day <laughs> Christmas carol I'm sure he would be like excuse me uh excuse? <laughs> that, <laughs> that furry green thing <laughs> is what you're talking about it's a That's children's my, book <laughs>
0: my my <man> Ebenezer. <laughs> yeah um so adaptations um the animated adaptation that many of us know and love came out in 1966 and was as uh you and i know but maybe other people don't know narrated by horror icon boris karloff
1: Yeah. Incredible. It it all comes back to us eventually. (laughs) It does.
0: Um, Obviously, you know, this was a first
1: unknowing
0: exposure to, you know, this horror great for a lot of kids. Um, And the animated feature did also introduce the song You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, uh, which Uh was written by Dr. Seuss himself. And apparently Boris Karloff just could not sing. Um, So this song... Was um, uncredited, um, but performed by Thorle Ravenscroft, which is just like the most badass name. Like that's a
1: great name.
0: You want to talk about a good horror name? Thurl yeah, Ravenscroft.
1: <laughs> Ravenscroft. I kind of wish, though, that because you know, like. Uh... A lot of horror hosts and stuff, like monster music was so popular in the '60s. Mm-hmm. kind of that speak singing. I almost wish that yeah. Horace would have just done it in <laughs> like monster music style, because the wow, the Grinch is kind of a monster. He is he is a christmas monster he's a christmas we have another christmas monster i know you literally opened the episode that way but my brain literally was like wow
0: he is (laughs) that's so great yes and just uh, another little horror sprinkling in um so many people know thorough ravenscroft as the voice of tony the tiger that oh my gosh um but the well, next one <laughs> is he is also the lead singing bust on the haunted mansion oh cool so yeah he did a lot of work voice work for disney and you may recognize his his deep melodious tones <laughs> exactly all right, and now we are—we have come all the way from 1966 to 2000, when the live-action Grinch, starring Jim Carrey, appears.
1: I would just like to say that if you are a person like me who um, had undiagnosed ADHD at this point in your life, this is the most quotable film of all time, though, <laughs> and like because of the way that Jim Carrey presents lines and thing like his tonality mm-hmm. and his cadence it's like it sticks in your ears if you're especially yes. like for neurodivergent people so I think I hooked to this movie because like Queen I was doing the voices I was I was putting on floor shows like I was doing the film by myself in a living room at, on Christmas Eve at like my uncle's house giving the full Grinch fantasy like <laughs> I I could probably still right now sit here and quote that movie to you verbatim cover, like cover to cover.
0: Yeah, it is like I mean I will will have this in my notes but like it was a pretty mixed reviews on mm-hmm. the movie like it was not like a critical success but like I feel like this is by far like the most like sticky version of the Grinch, if that makes sense. Like you yeah, still like the
1: most uh tradi- like people watch it every people year. People think kind of, of this. Yeah.
0: They're like they see, even if they are not like, oh, I'm watching this, like there's always memes, there's always quotes, there's TikTok sounds. Obviously, there's you know all the Grinch stuff at Universal Studios. So like it definitely has kind of a leading place Staying in power. Sort of like yeah. Grinch, <laughs> Grinch pop culture. <laughs> in,
1: in Grinch canon and Grinch, Grinch lore. Canon, yes.
0: Uh so Fun facts about this movie. Uh, So Dr. Seuss always refused to sell film rights to his work. Hmm. Um, So he did not sell any of the film rights while he was alive. Um, But after his death, his widow, Audrey um, did start licensing work um, from the estate.
1: Get that bag, Audrey.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, So I, I found, found this delightful. Um, So in July, 1998, um, it was announced via a letter um, that she would be auctioning off the film rights to How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So you had to like do a presentation and bring Amazing. your like plan to her. Um, you had to be willing to pay five million dollars for the rights. Oh my god! And hand over four percent of the gross, fifty percent of all merchandising, and seventy percent of any income from book tie-ins.
1: I say once again, get that bag, Audrey.
0: Yep. Um, it also it also said that any actor who was going to be considered for the Grinch must be this is a quote must be of comparable stature to Jack Nicholson, Jim <coughs> Carrey, Robin Williams, and Dustin Hoffman. Huh. So obviously they got that Jim Carrey bag, but like from the beginning, she was like, "I'm not having you put any C lister." As the Grinch. Like this I'm is gonna, gonna be... tell you
1: right now that if Jack Nicholson had played that role, I could not have sat through that film.
0: <laughs> that would have been that, that would have, have been horrifying. Yeah. Like it,
1: it, it would have been great. Terrifying. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been great, but in a way that I wouldn't have been able to handle.
0: <laughs> right. Um, and it also said that you could not have a director or a writer who had not done at least um a million dollar picture before. So
1: well boy howdy, I've got great news for you. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh so obviously they did get Jim Carrey um for it. Um Tim Burton was considered to direct, um, but this there were scheduling conflicts with Sleepy Hollow.
1: Huh. I'm glad he did that instead. That's yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's like we need, again we, we needed to have that. Um I don't I I don't want to live in the parallel universe that got Jack Nicholson's The Grinch directed by Tim Burton. Burton. <laughs> right. Oh my
0: goodness. Just imagine all the spirals. Oh god. <laughs> um and Audrey also um retained veto power over the screenplay. Um mm. And so apparently like the draft that they presented to her had a lot of more like sexual innuendos mm. and like jokes where like I think it said the grinch had like the cat in the hat's head mounted on a wall or something <laughs> and she was like no absolutely absolutely not, not, doing not. that <laughs> So this I definitely saw this I think this movie was on like at school at some point mm. but I have never like actually sat down and watched it because Really? I find I'm not a big Jim Carrey person. Oh, see, I am. I have also, like, I was also like very like uncomfortable with like, even like Ace Ventura. (laughs) Like Mm. when he, even without crazy makeup on, I just find his mannerisms. I feel like it's kind of like how you don't like animatronics. Like Like, it's uncanny valley. Is an animatronic to me. (laughs) He moves in an inhuman way. Yeah. Like in his full shtick, like I've liked him in like some of his, you know, more like serious roles but i just i just find him uncomfortable <laughs>
1: to watch i'm I could, sorry I jim could, I could. we know you're listening jim we're so yes, sorry yes i'm sorry about uh. it
0: i know i know you, you, your career means means nothing if not for penny <laughs> snark's approval but uh.
1: no but i could i could see that he does have something a little uh, not quite human about him when yeah, he's just, in it's, it's full it's very exaggerated mode. Yeah. yeah. especially the, the mouth movements <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yes and so uh, this movie does give a lot more backstory obviously to the Grinch fleshes out other characters since really in the book it's just like here's the Grinch and like Cindy Lou who is named but she doesn't really have like a large she doesn't have a personality of her own apart right. from being cute and precious um, another horror icon looped in here uh the grinch live action is narrated by anthony hopkins
1: oh my it is wow i've
0: never really like thought about it but yeah surely (laughs) Mm -hmm. um this is an oscar winning film um it won the oscar for best makeup um and the grinch costume was made out of dyed yak fur come on yak fur yak fur (laughs) Um, it was apparently, like, really unpleasant. Um, it was, like, intense makeup. And it sounds like Jim Carrey was kind of, like, a big asshole on set. And, yeah, like, sure. And, <laughs> like, um, was, like, pr- 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 presumably he was frustrated about, like, the makeup being uncomfortable. But apparently he, like, kicked a hole in a makeup trailer oh, or something. Boy. And one of the other actors, like, left the set and was, like, I'm not coming back until you chill out, dude. And he did chill out and was better through the rest of it. But,
1: well, that's something at least. And like obviously
0: I have not worn Grinch makeup, so cannot no? cannot relate. I'm not here to say whether it was or wasn't uncomfortable, but it just made me think of like um there was an an interview, there have been several interviews just like with Marvel actors where like the actors are like bitching about their costumes all the time and all of the female co-stars are just like, "Oh, what? Being uncomfortable?" Physically? Oh, was that the things you wear? You? What's that like? Weird. And just being like, I, I'm specifically thinking of one um with like Evangeline Lilly, who, you know, was in Ant Man stuff and was just kind of like, all of these guys are complaining about this all the time. And it's like, I wear heels to everything. Right. <laughs> that it is no more uncomfortable than like stuff Beauty I am pain. expected to wear <laughs> like on the red carpet.
1: <laughs> yeah well yeah um, and, and also like i don't know with stuff like that you also like you know what you're signing up for <laughs> yeah like you signed up to play the grinch you're gonna be covered in hair step one like, it's, right and it's I, I just think of like
0: all of the crazy shit that like doug jones has worn for Our king all of his things and you know that he is a deer so doug
1: jones as the grinch directed by tim burton oh man
0: <laughs> now, that, now that would be the true the true spookies <laughs> Uh, so we do have some other Grinch adaptations. Um, oh, I hope you're going to talk about <laughs> it. I'm so ready. Uh, so in same in 2000, there was also a computer game uh, released. Um, there was a stage musical um, that was initially produced in 1996 that had a Broadway run in 2006. Um, and mm-hmm. then toured and was the final like NBC musical thing when they were doing those like series of musicals.
1: Like live, yeah. Yes.
0: Um, it ended up not being live because of COVID, um, but it starred Matthew Morrison from Glee as the yeah. Grinch. Um, I, this was widely Mm-mm. panned. Um, I did watch a clip of this on YouTube, and it was pretty rough. So it, it
1: was, yeah. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that Matthew Morrison shouldn't be in anything ever, so that yeah. was, a, it was a disappointment. Yeah. Um, there was the
0: 2018 computer-animated Grinch movie with Benedict Cumberbatch voicing the Grinch. Um, I did not see this. Um,
1: it's I've apparently seen... the
0: highest-grossing holiday movie of all time. Truly? Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. I would have guessed, like, Home Alone.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's
1: like... that. I saw... Um... This is one of the this is what you were just talking about. Like this is a movie I've had on in the background before. Like mm-hmm. my my husband's family has put this on and it did not keep my interest whatsoever.
0: Yeah, from but... from what I'm reading it sounds like people were kind of like it's fine, but it doesn't like do anything different.
1: With yeah,
0: grinch things. Um, but yeah, I remember when it was coming out and I was just kind of like why are we uh, again? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> like okay, I guess. Um but that does bring us to this year. And in yeah. fact, <laughs> but not but 2 days before the recording of this, um the mean one was released.
1: Mean one, mean one, mean one. Um, <laughs> so
0: this is an unauthorized Grinch horror parody. Um, which features a grown-up Cindy Lou Who kicking the Grinch's ass after he murders her parents. (laughs) Um, So, okay, true story. I was looking at, I was like watching this and I was like, this sounds like a YouTube trailer parody. Yeah. In fact, it was literally a YouTube trailer parody. And they were like, well, this was so popular. Let's make a whole movie of it
1: yeah uh, these weird horror parodies popping like the they did the hundred acre wood one too earlier Mm -hmm. this year that was like the winnie the pooh slasher i i'm living for them (laughs) (laughs) i think this is like the most weird fun genre of horror i i have not uh gotten to to delve into mean one yet but i've been hyped about it (laughs) like ever since i saw the first little teaser I, I i my body is ready yes um i will say the initial reviews are are not
0: strong um so view, view like, at your own risk
1: um, but like i feel like you go in knowing it's not gonna be good
0: yeah i see the thing that i was like i was like oh yeah like this sounds fun but like everything that i was reading where people were like this isn't like campy and fun oh. it's just boring <laughs> Oh okay, yeah. Which I is it unfortunate to be camp. because, like, it could be like super campy. So I don't know. Yeah. I have not seen it. Um, so if you're I... interested in it, check it out. I think it's only it's showing at like one theater, like 50 minutes away from me. So maybe once it goes on streaming, <laughs> I'll check it out. Uh, but yeah, it has yeah. to be
1: camp if you're gonna do that, right? For sure, it needs yeah. to be like directed by John Waters. Like, yes.
0: Oh man, <laughs> like a super campy. Gr- I would, you know what I would love? I would love a drag Grinch movie. Yeah, that would I need be it to
1: great. be like, um, I need it to be like Freddy Krueger esque. Like he needs to yes. be like an old queen. Yes, and a bitchy,
0: bitchy Grinch.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: which is kind of the Jim Carrey Grinch, but <laughs>
1: and that's on. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I. I love the. I feel like my favorite Grinch thing is just still the song because every time that comes on like Christmas radio, I'm just like, oh hell yeah, it's time! It's time for me to bob. to do a full performance of this song. We <laughs> did we did sing it in honors choir in middle school. So you you and your little green hair, you're like
1: da 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 da. Right, and
0: I'm like, oh, I should do. Maybe I'll do like a Grinch
1: outfit yeah i'm surprised you've never done like a little grinch closet cosplay with your hair yeah
0: i should that would be fun i have thought about it but maybe this will be the year we'll see yeah i just think that go hold her to it (laughs) he is a like you said he is in fact a christmas monster and i think that he was worthy worthy of discussion
1: Yeah, Christmas Christmas needed a good villain, and I'm glad that we found it in the Grinch. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) At least as a a mainstream horror villain. Krampus is catching on now, but it's been it took too long to get here. So (laughs) we needed someone to hold down the fort in the meantime, and the Grinch was doing a great job.
0: Right. And like, I mean, truly like the Grinch the Grinch stands for leftist ideals. So I'm here for that. He's like, fuck this capitalism. He said anti-capitalism. Hell nah. Hell nah.
1: (laughs) We're going to have two Ghouls Night In t-shirts. One says Vincent Price said human rights. And the other one says the Grinch said, uh, like, abolish capitalism.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, friends. Let us know what your favorite um, piece of Grinch media is. Are you also afraid of Jim Carrey? Um, <laughs> what What's up? What are you thinking? The True Christmas Monster. <laughs> the True Christmas. Jimothy <laughs> Carrey. Jim Carrey. Uh, well, thank you all for joining us today, and uh, we love talking to you. We love sharing our spooky little stories. And we love to hear what you're thinking about them. Um, so if you have time to give us a rating or a review uh, where you listen, it really helps us out. Um, and I believe we have a review to read today.
1: We sure do. Uh, once again, Apple Podcasts has betrayed me. And no. it says, my fave pod to listen to, well, meh. And oh, I
0: did see, I saw this <laughs> on, on my laptop. It's making dinner. Making dinner. dinner. Okay, it's I I,
1: dinner. I assumed, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> Uh, this is from Molly Nator, and she says, I love this podcast so much. The format is really pleasant and digestible for me. The length is perfect for my subpar attention span, <laughs> and the content is top tier. Keep up the good spooky work.
0: Thank Aww, you, thanks, Molly. Molly.
1: Uh, yes, good we for were... our subpar attention span, <laughs> yes, too. Say, we, we did that very <laughs> on purpose for totally for you and not at all for us (laughs) Mm. (laughs) all right well
0: thanks again friends um if you would like to follow along with the podcast and give us grinch opinions you can find us on instagram at ghouls night in pod and you can find me at penny
1: snark and you can find me at midge munster and until next time good, good bye. Bye.